It is genuinely odd, when you think about it, that Indonesia commands international headlines so infrequently. It is an enormous country, Earth's fourth biggest by population, 14th biggest by area, 16th biggest by GDP. It is home to more than a thousand ethnic groups and at least 300 languages. You'd reckon there must be absolute loads of stuff going on there, but if there is, it goes on very quietly. The top items on Google News for Indonesia as of this writing are Indonesia's plan for peace in Ukraine, in which nobody seems much interested, and frankly quite rightly because it isn't much good, and a bunch of weirdos chucking stuff into a volcano to placate some god or other. But there is a story bubbling away in an especially remote area of Indonesia, the background of which does merit more scrutiny than it is currently receiving. A new video was released this week of Philip Mertens, a New Zealander pilot with Susi Air, a small regional airline based in West Java. The Papuan military have taken me captive in their fight for Papuan independence. Surrounded by a picturesque group of captors armed with automatic rifles and bows and arrows, and somewhat reluctantly waving a flag of blue and white stripes offsetting a white star on red, Mertens outlined his predicament. They asked for the Indonesian military to go home. If Papua, basically the left half of the island of New Guinea, is not granted independence from Indonesia sometime in the next two months, he will be killed. The gentlemen in the ornate traditional hats appearing with Mertens and threatening his life in their cause are soldiers of the West Papuan National Liberation Army. In Indonesian, that's the Tentara Pembebasan Nasional Papua Barat, mercifully abbreviated to TPNPB. The TPNPB are one of at least three armed wings of the clue-in-the-name Free Papua organisation, which seeks to liberate the six Indonesian provinces of Western New Guinea. The red, blue and white flag in the video is the putative banner of this budding nation. Back on February 7th, Mertens landed his aircraft, a Pilatus Porter with five passengers aboard, at Paro Airfield in Nduga. The aircraft was bailed up by the TPNPB, who took all aboard hostage and burned the plane. The passengers, all Indonesians from Papua, were released shortly afterwards. Mertens remains a prisoner. There is, inevitably, an amount of history here. The pertinent parts of it date back to Indonesia's efforts to extricate itself from the Dutch Empire in the years after World War II. Indonesia gained its independence in 1949, but the Netherlands hung on to Western New Guinea, Dutch New Guinea as it became known, as an overseas territory. Having fought off enough Indonesian incursions to get the idea that Indonesia wasn't going to give up on it, the Netherlands threw in the towel in 1962. West Papua was formally absorbed into Indonesia in 1969, by which time the Free Papua movement was already up and running. Since then, the Free Papua movement and its paramilitary proxies have pursued a sporadic campaign of low-level nuisance and occasional horrendous terrorism. Exhausted and afraid, this community was forced to flee from their homes. 
In May, a shootout near their village in Ilaga between security forces and an armed group sparked fear among residents. In 2018, the TPNPB massacred 24 Indonesian construction workers in the remote highland region of Nduga. Last year, in the same vicinity, the TPNPB shot dead nine more people, which they followed with a declaration of total war against all non-Papuans, uncompromisingly insisting that, quote, the land of Papua belongs to black curly hair. As is almost always the way of these things, there is more than one pro-independence faction at large in West Papua. In 2019, thousands demonstrated in cities around Indonesia, demanding an end to racism against Papuans, and many also called for an independence referendum. There is also a somewhat less hot-headed United Liberation Movement for West Papua, whose leader, Benny Wender, has urged the TPNPB to release Philip Mertens, declaring, correctly, that the plentiful and unarguable repressions perpetrated by Indonesia in West Papua over the decades are not the fault of a single hapless puddle-jumper pilot from New Zealand, and that doing him any harm will not do West Papua's cause any good. And I also offer to support the New Zealand governments through the, the embassies. And uh, underground, we're already talking with the, the network, our network, to release, uh, peacefully release and uh, safely release. Wenda took the opportunity to repeat an offer to Indonesia's president, Yoko Widodo, for talks on West Papua's future. I demand the president of Indonesia sit down with me and mediate by third party to discuss Find a solution. That's the only way to find a solution for peace for everyone in the region, in the world. That's my position, the peacefully. Wenda would be ill-advised to spend too much time hitting Control-R in anticipation of a response. Because Indonesia's response to the kidnapping of Mertens could be accurately characterised as unamused. Indonesian troops have been dispatched into the bush to try rescuing Mertens. There have been disputed numbers of casualties as a result of these operations. Indonesia has rejected offers of mediation from outside, insisting that this is purely an internal matter. Indonesia wishes to avoid jump-starting any momentum of the sort which, after monstrous trauma and bloodshed earlier this century, turned the Indonesian province of East Timor into the independent nation of Timor-Leste. West Papuans do have reasons for grievance. The problem is impunity is, is widespread over the last five decades in Papua. Many depressing hours can be whiled away reading well-sourced reports of human rights abuses committed by Indonesian forces in West Papua, including, but not limited to, extrajudicial killings, arbitrary detentions, torture and displacement, little of which prompts much in the way of global indignation. If the TPNBP calculated that inconveniencing one white bloke might at least get them on the news, they calculated correctly. For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Muller.